Ladies, mamas, aunties, people taking care of melanated babies. Do I have your attention? You have got to get into Proudly. Proudly is an affordable baby care company that is made specially for melanated babies. With three boys of my own, I know the struggle of making sure that what we use is safe for our kids. Our babies are more prone to skin concerns such as general dryness, eczema, and acne. Some common baby products that are generally recognized as safe for babies may still trigger these skin conditions in our melanated babies. We don't have to worry about that with Proudly. With gentle, cleaner, plant-based ingredients studied and selected by a black dermatologist, Proudly has done their research and made sure there's absolutely no sketchy stuff. That means no synthetic fragrances, parabens, phthalates, PEGs, ever. Now we're jumping into all things Mama's Den, but before we do, I've got something super exciting to share with you guys. Our friends at Proudly have a special Mama's Den code because they know our babies are special. Right now, if you shop at Proudly.com, spend $50 and use the code BLACKLOVE, all one word, you will get 20% off your order. This is a treat just for our Mama's Den community, and y'all, I know you're going to love being a part of the Proudly family. Save 20% off your $50 order on Proudly.com with our code BLACKLOVE. All right, mamas, let's talk. Welcome to the Mama's Den. <laughs> Happy Monday morning to our mama listeners and our non-mama listeners. Anybody listening, we appreciate you. We have a special guest today. Well, first, we'll introduce ourselves. I'm Cody Lane Oliver. Ashley's said a burp. Or... <laughs> I was trying to swallow my burp. Go ahead. Um, Ew. I'm, I'm Cody. <laughs> Nobody should be judgmental, Felicia. Let Cody do her intro. You're right. Let her have her bodily functions. Okay, we got kids. I'm Cody Lane Oliver. I am a mama of three boys, twin, three-year-old, and a five-year-old. Ashley. I'm Ashley Saranico Chia. I'm a mother of four beautiful daughters, 13, <laughs> five, four, and nine months. Surprise. She, she said that quick. I know. Good job, How did you remember Ashley? that? I'm Felicia Latour. I'm a mama of two. I have an eight-year-old and a three-year-old. Hey, and we have a special guest today. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Melanie's not here today. Yeah, that's true. So we have a special guest today. <laughs> and I'm Sheree Sims, and I'm a mama to six. And I, an educator. I can't tell you their ages. Yeah, you can, girl. Come on. 12, 11, 9, 6. She's going to be seven on Saturday. Okay, okay. And then twin four-year-olds. Hey, that was wow. easy. I love it. And, a, and an educator mm-hmm. and uh, an all around awesome. Oh, wait, also a PBS learning champion. champion. Boom. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and the host of Parenting for the Culture on the Black Love Podcast Network. Um, all of that said, Sharice, <laughs> we brought you here today because we need answers. Okay. Okay. We need, an- I need answers. Y'all, I be texting Sharice videos of my children's uh-uh, behavior. She does, she does. Like, is this normal? And then she texts me reenactments <laughs> of her, like, this is what you need to do. <laughs> I did that. I was and like, then I'm like, here. we gonna role play. <laughs> and then I'm like, Sharice, I did that already. They're still hitting. Mm-hmm. Um, But, so yes, we were having this conversation about conscious parenting mm-hmm. and um, gentle parenting, the differences. So we're looking to you as our, as our expert, but also as a mama of 100 people. We all consider ourselves conscious, gentle parenters. 
But we also realize we don't know the exact difference between the two, right? And um, and that it's hard sometimes. So would you? Is this what you brought me on to tell you the difference between the two? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. We got questions. Baby. We have questions. You, you, we got questions. Would you say that there is a big difference or like, no? Nah? This is what I'll say. I don't honestly know. Okay. I don't okay. know. There's so many different things. Like people are like, can you speak out our purposeful parenting? Can you mm-hmm. do intentional parenting? You should say yes to all of so it. So there's no, like, no, I do. Record. And then Good. I'm just like, Good. Google purposeful parenting. Good. I, to me, it's all the same. There's like gentle, purposeful, conscious, intentional, yeah. positive, right? There's literally mm-hmm. 50 names for parenting. But I was just a teacher. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I was a teacher who worked with children. So I had a certain way of, speaking with children I had a certain understanding of children that gave me more patience for children Mm. and then you know having the preschool all of my children grew up with me in the school so I spoke to them the same way I would speak to other children Mm. and there were many times that I'd be like y'all so lucky that you go to school with me because I want to handle this so differently Mm. but I can't because I can't even risk a child going home and being like Miss Cherise popped so and so like Mm -hmm. even if it's my own own child so there so I became a parent as a teacher, you know That's what I mean? Like a teacher parent, yeah. not necessarily a gentle parent or conscious parent, yeah. but as a person, I'm a conscious person. Yeah. Always yeah. trying to think about like, why does this trigger me? Mm-hmm. Right. Let me take a moment so I can respond versus react. But that's a practice that I do outside of parenting that mm-hmm. I use in parenting. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't necessarily know all the differences. I just think it's all like trying to parent your child positively and like nurture them the whole child, mm-hmm. like not just make sure they know their ABCs and their one, two, threes, but also making sure that they identify their feelings, right? Like I was trained in needs-based languaging. So teaching children to identify what their needs are yeah. and then how to communicate their needs because of the amount of studies that talk about um, it doesn't matter how smart a person is. They've mm-hmm. literally done studies where they find you could have a high IQ and someone else could have a way lower IQ. But if the person with the lower IQ has the ability to recognize and articulate their needs, they are going to do better in school, in relationships, in life than the person with the higher IQ. Yep. So we're in a culture where we focus so much or have been focused so much on like the IQ and teaching all the children all the academics that we don't nurture the social, emotional just Mm self-development and so I think when we think about gentle parenting conscious parenting positive parenting I think all of those things are more invested in focusing on the child holistically than just yeah do this is what you do and this is what emotional intelligence yeah Mm -hmm. and empowering children because they're just tiny humans Mm -hmm. I think too um this is Cody (laughs) that I was having this conversation with someone last week about like the influx of conversation around this and especially and look I'm I was going to say, especially with black people, I don't talk to a lot of white parents, so I don't know if that same conversation is happening. But we were talking about it from the standpoint of, A, it's partially wanting to do better than, do differently than Mm -hmm. our parents. Because we, those of us that were whooped or whatever, or were told, you know, like, be seen and not heard, all Mm -hmm. that stuff. Being frustrated with that and wanting to do different. Mm -hmm. Um, And she brought it up from a space of like liberation, like liberated parenting and like Mm -hmm. both wanting to raise free children and but also our parents, grandparents, et cetera, the the generational lack of freedom. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Freedom from the standpoint of like you are you have to be mindful still to this day, but differently decades ago you have to be mindful of how other people perceive you mm-hmm. and and going into white versus colored all these things that they had to think yeah. about had that to. that like mm-hmm. all right I'm, I'm definitely gonna whoop my child if mm-hmm. 
if I want to save their life, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so sort of parenting from a space of liberation and not having to look at it that way mm-hmm. and undoing some of the patterns that led to that to begin with. And so that's, I think, for me, a big part of the um, reasoning. Not that I thought of it as consciously as that until last week, but certainly wanting to raise children who are free to be themselves, to think for themselves, mm-hmm. to articulate their feelings, things that like as an adult I struggle with. Hell yeah. yeah that's Absolutely. like thriving versus, you know, like surviving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I feel like we talked about that on this episode before though, about yeah. like that's like post-traumatic slave syndrome basically. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Where, yeah. yeah. It, our parents and before them, they're all parenting from a survival mechanism rooted in slavery. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do think a lot of white parents have the luxury of you know, previously before now, not saying our generation, but, you know, before of raising their children um, in a different way. But also, because uh, I grew up in the hood, there's also like a, a poverty yeah. that transcends all race. You know what I mean? A way, mm-hmm. a, an aggressive mm-hmm. way of yeah. parenting your children yeah. because it's, you know, lack of resources, survival, et cetera, et cetera. But I do want to give credit to my mom and her friends because I think my mom tried to change that. Yeah. And then now I'm, yeah. but it's funny because it's going to happen to us when you are raising your children to be conscious they are going to then challenge you. Absolutely. You know what yeah. I mean? That's what my mom oh, always dang. says. Yeah, she's always like, <laughs> now. I wish I would have told you to shut up. <laughs> because I'm always like, well, but my mom is dope mm-hmm. because she will send me articles. She sends me books. Like she really started this train of like, mm. and I remember I never got whipped, but my little brother did. And she regrets it to this day. Um, and she didn't whip him a lot, but he got a couple of whippings. Um, and she, I remember when I had a mirror, she sent me articles and she's like, I don't care what I did. Don't do what I did. Do this. Mm-hmm. She was like, I want you to be better than me. And mm-hmm. and because of that, I've always been that way. And then now my kids challenge me, you know, the mirror should be like, but you sad. And I'm like, you're right. I did. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's very humbling to apologize to your children, mm. to yeah. acknowledge when you're wrong, but you really turn into like a different person. Yeah. I feel, do you know yeah. what I mean? I feel like you said it too. Like, you're already a conscious person Mm -hmm. so you naturally put that within your parenting right you know that was the biggest thing for me is like the more that I worked on myself the more that I got just real with myself and wanted to like when I look in the mirror the things that I see that I want to change naturally it just your kids are already like that yeah but I learned a lot about parenting through the so peace and zen are in um, two different schools but their um their preschool Mm -hmm. like the way that they uh, I, I don't shoot. I feel like it's low key a part of parenting, you know, like mm-hmm. being a teacher, yeah. you know. Yeah. But the way that they just teach the kids how mm-hmm. to communicate, yep. I'm like, oh, I did not learn that when I was younger. So even as simple as like teaching the other kids, like you're in my space or I need a moment, and mm-hmm. I literally would be like, well, that's the language that they're speaking to me. So let me do that to them. So right. now if like mommy's overwhelmed, it's like you guys, I need a moment. You're in my space. You're in my bubble right now. Mm-hmm. And, but they know what it is, and it's not a like when my mom was younger, single mom of three was just like get out, like just yeah. scream. So you like shit, like <laughs> what did I do wrong? <laughs> right. I just wanted to come and give well, you a hug, right. but she didn't know how to say, you know, I'm overwhelmed. Like she didn't know how to use her words. Yep. So, mm-hmm. but it makes the biggest difference because now when I tell my kids oh I need a moment they don't feel like they're walking on eggshells it's like okay mom you good now because now we need that hug or we need whatever (laughs) it is but the more I work on myself the more I feel like I tap more into this conscious 
Mm-hmm. That's a huge Zero. thing, though. You, you said know? a couple of things that are like really major to me. One, the whole like telling your children how you feel. And I do that with my children all the time. I think I was telling you, my children, like they know when I'm on my period. They know when I'm PMSing. Like they know yeah. my cycle. Mm-hmm. They know when I'm hormonal. They'll even ask me sometimes, are you are you frustrated because you're hormonal right now? Or <laughs> are you mad at something? And I'll even tell I will them, lose like, my shit if my boys ask me that. I will just be like, <laughs> don't worry oh, about it. We went to a public restroom and Daniel yells through the stall. Mommy, is your vagina bleeding? No, Zane just did that the other day, and I was like, baby. (laughs) I was like, yes, yes, it is, everybody. I'm on my period. (laughs) Now we all know. Can we move on with our day? Um, but I, and I'll tell them too, sometimes I, I like, I'll talk and I'm frustrated. So I yeah. sound frustrated and I'll tell them, I know you hear that I'm frustrated right mm-hmm. now. I want you to know that it's not you, mm-hmm. but I am frustrated mm-hmm. and I'm going to have to take a moment after I get y'all situated. But the thing that you also talked about was the school. Yeah. And that's one thing that has been a part of my journey is like, I've worked for these very wealthy, prestigious, elite private schools. And a part of their program is parent development. Mm-hmm. It's oh, like wow. that parents have to come in on a monthly basis and take these workshops and learn the language wow. and learn the philosophy yes. and learn the development. And so what I we're like doing it. at the school is the same thing the parents are doing at the house. Mm-hmm. And it, I love that. I love the idea, but it makes me sad because yep. the access is not there for all people, right. mm-hmm. whether that's by color or by class, like right. economic class, parents who work nine to five don't have time to come right. in at yeah, three for true. a two hour professional Absolutely development. Right. Right. They also don't have the funds. Like I've worked at schools where Tuition was like $4,000 a month, right? Even at that school at $4,000 a month, and most people don't realize this, like funds are tight. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care what school you're at and how much tuition is, funds are tight. Depending on where you're located, if you're in Inglewood, rent for a school is $4,000 a month. Mm -hmm. If you in Santa Monica, rent for the same size building is $25,000 a month. So when tuition is more in Santa Monica, you're still just barely making ends meet. And what's my point with that? I don't know. But (laughs) parents that have less money in these schools that have less money, they have less access to these resources that you were talking about that help develop themselves. And aside from the resources and even learning, like myself included, I've learned about these things for years. I've practiced them for years, especially during COVID. Backstory, my father-in-law suffered a stroke. We moved in, my in-laws with us. And so we have been just inundated like with things to do and no time. And very little support. Like yeah. I've never had the as little support as I have now. And there are so many more days where I just don't have the emotional mental capacity mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. show up the way I want to. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I need I need a break. I need to check out. Um, and so when I think about that, like when we think about classes, like it's not just about resources, it's about like you don't have the capacity, you tired. Yeah. <laughs> you and how can you tap into like that amount of patience when you're tired all yeah. the time? It's yeah. hard. Mm-hmm. No, that's true. So um one way is to listen to podcasts like Mama's in and Parenting for the Culture. Or <laughs> or if you know Sharice, then ask her questions and text her at all hours of the night. Hey, it's Cody, and thanks for listening to The Mama's Den. Now, y'all know, black is beautiful, black is love. It can be seen 365 days a year, 24-7, and mamas know, Target is here for all of it. 
Black Beyond Measure is Target's year-round campaign that celebrates and elevates the spectrum of Black love and success. From the multitude of commitments and investments in the Black community to supporting HBCU students and uplifting Black entrepreneurs. Shop Black-owned or founded brands at Target, from home decor and candles to beauty, wellness products, and so much more. Surround yourself in joy and amplify your Black love with the help of the Black-owned and founded brands at Target every day. Visit Target.com slash Black Beyond Measure to learn more. So I'm going to use myself and my situation as like an example because I do want, if possible, I need I need help, guys. I'll say two things. I also want to talk about the word respect and like mm-hmm. how to teach respect to kids when we're also teaching them to speak their minds and, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but like mine are just really, they're not listening. They're... Uh, pushing, pulling, unfortunately, lately hitting um, more me than anyone else. Mm-hmm. And I'm really uh, things that we've talked about. Right. Has been like I'm trying not to say names, too. <laughs> but, um, you know, if 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 I've given them like a lot of to do or I've selected dinner and we're eating and we're doing this like they may feel like they don't have control over anything like control Mm -hmm. is a word that you know you've used with me and so I mean I'm just trying to figure out resources or 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 processes of thinking to help with this Mm -hmm. with the physical aspect of how they're behaving what what Ashley with the eye roll Ashley, her whole does, neck Ashley does does wear her emotions her whole, on her face. Yeah, oh, but so it doesn't the neck roll. You have to learn to read my faces, though, girl. You can't just just call out my face <laughs> and assign it an emotion. Well, give it me. I don't whole speak body. that language. Yeah. Yeah. I was, was going. Everyone, everyone is saying. I was deeply interested. <laughs> Take the note. I'm processing what you're saying. I'm thinking. I'm I'm thinking it. Like it when, I'm a visual person, so like when you're talking, I'm visualizing them hitting you. I'm gonna say I honestly feel helpless a lot of the time. Like I stand there. And I'm just like, I don't, there's nothing for me to take away. I've already taken away yeah, all the yeah, things. Yeah, or yeah, we that's hard. Nothing, you know? And so I'm just like, you, you, you can't, I won't let you hit me. You know, like yeah, I'm holding yeah. arms. I won't let you hit me. And he's still doing it. Or he's like, let go of me. You know? And it's like, you let go of me though. I was going to ask you, when <laughs> the hitting, is it like, is it they're playing with you no, hitting no, you or no, when no, they're no, upset? No. When the, when they're upset. Okay. Do they hit each other or just hit you? Um, this the one. There's one okay. in particular, and yes, he has less frequently. Okay, hit someone else. Do you ever get hit? And back? and maybe yes. Tommy's very like if your brother hits you, you can hit him back. Whatever. Good. I'm, um, I'm and so yes, too. they'll. But that <laughs> happens too. way less. But we're talking about like hitting or so we, we have a whole magnetiles situation. Oh god. Right. They have so many magnetiles, and they're often fighting over them. Or one will build something, and then the other one will take one thing away, Girl. and then they're <laughs> kicking, and the whole thing is gone. <laughs> So, so yeah, I'm just, I, I don't know what to do with that behavior. And I told the school mm-hmm. as a means of, because I talked to someone else who does, who helps us sometimes. And she was like, hitting is learned behavior. Huh? And I'm like, okay, that's what she said. She said, hitting is learned. I don't, I don't believe Okay. That's okay. True. Let's go. Cause you don't I'm hit here your for kids. It. No, I don't. But like if another kid hits them or something. Right. But I'm no, like, okay. that's not true. My yeah. immediate thought was maybe it's something they're seeing at school. So I told the school and they were like, well, we haven't seen it here, but we'll make sure we read, you know, hitting. Books. No, you have to think about the fact that like children, especially your twins are three. Yeah. yeah. So they're young. I talked about this on my last episode was impulse control. Mm-hmm. And like impulse control happens in the front part of the brain yeah. that is not fully developed until 25. Mm-hmm. 25. Right. So at three, 
there's like very little impulse control. Mm-hmm. And I, even yes, for myself, 25. like if you I'm like, no, yeah, no. 25, yeah. that's a long time. Three yeah. years old isn't even like barely a percentage of yeah. that time. Which is crazy why they let 18 year olds, 20 year olds drive so crazy. and so drink. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. So when we think about like the fact that they have little impulse control, I know if I get pissed off, sometimes I want to hit. <laughs> like, yes. person, I'm like, yeah. it sounds normal to that's me. True. Like, right. I know, I, I know not you. to, right? But right. if I could, if it was acceptable, there are probably right. times sometimes that I want to hit some yeah. somebody or something. Yeah. It or, like, is. No, I think kids are just like us, so except without. I think that's without. a natural reaction. <laughs> so but if too. you have yeah. no impulse control and you don't have like, yes and you're they not can talk your way. but they don't yeah. have a great vocabulary they're not super articulate not your children in particular but three-year-olds yeah. in general like they just started talking yeah. a year ago he's gonna grow out of it. they're gonna grow out of it so you I, think it's truly like just be me be consistent it's a phase yeah, yeah. oh sorry Justin. yeah <laughs> yes i'm like that's how i feel. when zen starts tripping like that i literally have to be like as it's frustrating as it can be it's like he's going through something Mm -hmm. he's gonna come out of this phase he's not gonna hit people forever like he's being three and sometimes i pivoted to where like he's doing what he's supposed to be doing like Mm -hmm. not in a positive way but but it's like reality he's he's functioning how he's supposed to but it is positive you know know? yeah like imagine if when we went into labor and we start having contractions and we're like oh shit what's wrong with me like your body you're like painful (laughs) and it sucks but your body's doing what it's supposed to do to be able to get the baby out same thing with our children like they do stuff that's challenging but it is developmentally appropriate and technically a good thing like it's a sign that they're developing the way they should i will say with hitting like not all kids hit right some do more than others. Mm -hmm. matilda hits oh lord (laughs) (laughs) matilda oh yeah she was hitting the other day when i was there matilda's new thing is shut up oh Um, lord i i really that is learned i don't know where she learned it but she loves it and she yells it she loves it (laughs) and i asked her i was like like do you feel the teacher i'm like do you feel powerful when you say that she was like yes shut up (laughs) (laughs) okay and i want to be like uh i'm also powerful young lady so (laughs) better watch right (laughs) yeah but i do i mean in the process of waiting for them to come out of that phase you you do give them the words to express what they're feeling. You know, like you yeah. do have to give them tools in the mm-hmm. meantime so that yeah. that's not their means of communicating mm-hmm. what they're feeling or meeting their needs. And then there is the thought or idea like, again, with Daniel and Matilda, my twins, and by the way, I'm going to do some research about twins. Like yes. mine for sure have developmental delays. And so with with Matilda, she's my first four-year-old. She's probably the most challenging four-year-old I've ever met in my life (laughs) of like hundreds of kids that I've worked with. And so for her, her hitting and her yelling shut up and her doing all the different things Matilda does. She tried to climb out her front window yesterday, like butt naked, (gasps) pop the screen out and everything. She was almost gone. Yeah. So she, you know. With her, it's not just developmental. Like, it's not just, oh, this is a facial girl out of it. With her, she needs more tools. Yeah. Yeah. And with her, I actually thought about you. With her, like, I don't want to be the one to give her those tools. Even though I've worked Mm. with other children, I am at my capacity. Mm -hmm. I have six children. I work. Like, there's too much. I don't necessarily have the patience to sit with her Mm -hmm. and build the tools. And, like, I will always tell people, build the tools outside of the moment so you can use them inside of the moment. Sometimes with Matilda, it almost Mm -hmm. feels like there is no outside of the moment. Yes, that's how I feel. When and where I'm supposed to build these tools. So for that reason, I'm like, oh, you have to go somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. Outsource. So that's good. That's a pro of them going to school. But not she needs more than school because yeah. I think yeah, yeah. I, I do think that her school like that's that's my fear with school. 
And it's all like, it's all relative. In school, you have 16 kids in a class. Yeah. Who has the time to sit there and teach tools for right. an actual, like, if you have a delay in something, right. school's not necessarily the place. Yes, they can build them. Yes, you mimic socially. So you get more of like, oh, that's how four-year-olds act. So she'll get more of that, of like, oh, no one else is yelling shut up and no one else is yeah, yeah. Right. climbing out of windows. Right. Maybe this isn't normal. And that's another thing with <laughs> twins too. Like these Sorry. twins be pumping each other up. Yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. You'd be like, no, you have a singleton. You'd be like, that's that's not safe. And they're like, okay. Right. You have a twin. You're like, that's not safe. They're like, she. This is safe, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> do it. I, like they got a pipe go. man twenty four seven. Yep. What? Yeah. That's how my girls are. They're not even twins. Like well, they'll just be sitting in their bed. And then I'll hear Asia be like, she told me to do it. Oh, my God. Like, oh she my God. told me. She he told me, yes. told me. I hate those words. Every night that he we go through the same to, thing. To jump out the window. We had to separate. Them. Like, they they want to sleep together in the same bed because I don't know why. And they're like attached to each other. And so at night, if we need them to go to sleep, we have to put them in separate beds and they get so upset. But it's like, we try to give them a chance, you know, mm-hmm. like Chia will be like, okay, I'm going to lay you down. And I'm the type of person, I always tell people, I don't, you don't trust your kids. They be lying. Yeah. Well, I know I was a kid and I used to lie. You know what I mean? Like you just can't trust your, but for the same reason, I'm always talking mm-hmm. about that frontal lobe thing with people like their brain ain't even developed. I'm not arguing with you, but like, <laughs> he'll be like, let's just give them a chance. And I'm like, okay, fine. Cause five minutes from now, he'll put them in there and then they're sitting up. We see them through the little camera talking, like playing games, hiding books underneath their pillows, like just all sorts of like, why are you doing this? Mm -hmm. Like kicking the bunk bed top, like kicking the other person, like putting (laughs) their feet through the thing. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, no. And then we'll go in there and I see Azara told me to play. And I'm always like, okay, but if someone tells you to do something you're not supposed to do, you need to be Mm -hmm. able to say no. So like, Mm -hmm. we're going through that too. Like you can't keep just blaming her for your behavior. You have to take some accountability, even though you're only four, but like, Okay. And then mm. Azara, I'm like, you're about to be six. Mm-hmm. Like, you need to stop leading your sister down the wrong path. Stop <laughs> trying to tell her to do this because you know she's going to listen to you. Mm, it's right. very frustrating. I don't know. I, I feel like with you the same way that how do you get outside the moment with the tools? It's really hard because when you're with your kids all day homeschooling, yeah. there's never in time. I think that's something that we don't talk about enough is like, for for some reason, we think we're supposed to do all the things. Right. And so we don't seek support when we can. They have services that will come to your home that's mm-hmm. covered by insurance. It's not like you don't have to be super rich to be able to get these resources. They have behavioral resources mm-hmm. where they will come to your house and work with the child a few hours a week. They even have services where they'll come to the house, work with the child and then work with the siblings because it affects the siblings. Mm-hmm. So literally, what do I Google for this? Because I've been you, thinking about this a lot. Is I it like Google behavioral? It. I would ask your doctor, okay. your it. doctor okay. under your insurance who can direct you to whoever works okay. with you. And it's I'll a behavioral it. therapist? Yeah. I swear yeah. I stand there while he's mm-hmm. like pulling me or hitting me and I'm like, who can I Google? What, what? Yeah. Like I literally am like this. I'm not this. Nothing's happening when it's I a say lot it. Sometimes. What What does Tommy do when they do that? A lot of times he's not there. Oh, oh yeah. Sometimes okay. he is, girl. Sometimes he is. Nothing. Really? <laughs> from conversation. Okay, sorry. Never no, mind. he's fully like they don't behave this way with me. So, but if he sees them hit you, he's not just letting them. No, hit you. no, okay. absolutely not. Yeah, he's yeah. very like he'll jump in, and then it's kind of like to me that's too much. He'll jump in, and it's like don't hit your mom, and it's like. Yeah, you like. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. So, but, but I'll be honest, like, I'm not saying there's a but right way because one, my babies just be tripping. <laughs> do, do they, they hit, hit him? him? No. Oh. And if they, like, if they even went like this, he would do the same thing snatch him up, get in their face, and be like, you don't hit. Do they listen when he does it? Yeah. Yeah. For the most part. I'm yeah. like, 
With me, it's like I said nothing. Literally. Mm-hmm. Mm. Next day, my baby told it Erica is- that I was doing too much. I know mm. that this is not comforting, right? It's okay. I'll take it. I think it. it sucks. Like, it's just not comforting and it doesn't help. But it is a sign that you are their safest space. Like, children mm. act out the mm-hmm. worst in their safest space because they know they're not going to get discarded. Like, And a lot oh, of yes, times, girl. that's another thing that we don't think about is sometimes they deal with different emotions throughout the day. Even if it's first thing in the morning, maybe they're still upset that they had to separate during night, whatever it is. And like they let it out with us. Like yeah. how you just took off your underwear. It's like, you know, you know what I mean? Like you're <laughs> uncomfortable. Wait a minute, man. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> no, keep it in there. I took my panties out. No, but you know what I mean? Like they're uncomfortable to the point where you can't focus and yes. you got to just get rid of them and release. And until yeah. that moment. Yeah. But where can you, if you were at, if you were That's at uh, the restaurant right now, you wouldn't have been like, hold, hold on before I, I take would my order. I need to go take off my underwear. I'm so uncomfortable. You wouldn't have done that there. I would have. But okay, I think have. that's because my mom talk- I know what you're saying. Though. Yes, I, I hear you, but you're right. But it's still rooted in my mom making me feel safe enough to be myself anywhere. Yeah. Right. Do you know what right. I mean? Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Let's 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 stay here, right? Because okay. I have a problem. I got lots Another of problems. Because Alicia problem. over there, quiet, like, like her problem. kids just be perfect. Anyway, no, no they My problem is right in the middle of this, right? I am, was so committed to like I want them to feel comfortable with me at all times and I want them to have the 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 Ashley mama effect right so as you know Sharice and I think you guys too I started telling them you know I love you when you're crying I love you when you're mad like mm-hmm. I always love you no matter what right so then they go two days later screaming at somebody either me or Erica or somebody and be like mommy loves me when I'm crying like oh I'm just God. going crazy right <laughs> It's okay. And and so we then had to like explain like it's okay to cry. Screaming is different, first of all. Mm -hmm. Um, But they just would have tantrums and just be like, it's fine because mommy (laughs) loves me. Do you think they're saying it's fine or do you you think they're validating themselves in that moment? I don't know, girl. It's okay for me to feel this way. I'm still going to be loved because that's a fear like. I Many think it's of both. our generation I think grew up feeling like if we don't perform or behave a certain way, like love is very conditional. No, they yeah. say it to me too, though. So like, I'll, they'll be in trouble, you know, for like. But they might be trying to reaffirm it, or and then they'll say to you, me, like, "You said true? it's okay when I cry," and it's like mm. it is okay, but and there's always like whatever else you're doing is the problem, and so I'm just torn. I'm like, because because. Some have tried. Some who are aware have mm. tried to make me feel like, well, it's because you told them that it's okay that they're behaving this way. And I don't believe that, but but that's where I'm like, I agree with you about the safe space thing, but I'm mm-hmm. like, did I make it too safe? No. What is no, too safe? Yeah, I don't think, no. Yeah. Don't Low, maybe lack, you lack boundaries. Maybe. I, I think there's I a think difference so. between safe and, you I think you, you and your that? children lack boundaries. You, said, you and your, you and them kids. That's what it sounds like to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I'm telling you, my mom lacked boundaries with my little brother and it was, it, it's still a continuous thing mm-hmm. because for that very reason, she was very like, he got whoopings and she felt bad and she started that's when she started that journey of like really learning more getting the his like understanding the history of parenting and really mm-hmm. changing things with him and it became the complete opposite yeah you know what i mean like mm-hmm. he feels so safe with her too but he definitely definitely like boundaries with her so yeah. i'm that the, parent that day. in 15 years is going to show up as me giving them all my money it and could like it could them walk over me okay, absolutely yes well what are your boundaries right i mean how do i answer like, that when Whoa. he hits you what are your boundaries so when he hits me I will say I won't let you hit me like I'll take I'll hold his arms I will stop doing whatever I'm doing let's even you know no matter what it is like 
I won't let you hit me. We don't hit. That's not acceptable. So here's the other thing my kids will do. Anytime they get in trouble, they want to hug. So I'll hug a kid no matter what. Yeah, so hit you? Not not that. The hitting is new. So there's not really a hit then hug. Matter of fact, when the hitting happens, it's a long thing. It's it's whatever is the tantrum is is like there's levels to it and and that's that. Mm -hmm. And here's the other thing. I can't say like you're in timeout. With Brooks, I could be like, go. We had a blue chair, mm-hmm. and we'd be like, go to the blue chair, and he would go, mm-hmm. or go to your room, and he goes. This baby child, Brooks is a unique. Person. He's a yeah, special he baby. Is. This baby child, there is no Brooks like seventy five since he was you, two. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Basically, like you can't do that anymore. You need to go to your room. The child be like, no, and then keep moving. Like, do you leave him then? Sure, but where do I go? Uh, to a different room. Because I feel like sometimes you have to teach... Well, you can... I, mm-hmm. It would be interesting to hear your perspective. Mm-hmm. But, like, I feel like with one of my children, I'm not going to name their name either, they're mm-hmm. kind of like that, too. Like, Amira was the same way as Brooks. I feel like the first child, I don't know, they're just different. They just mm-hmm. listen different. And, you know... They're the trap baby. Yeah, they are <laughs> definitely the trap baby. She just... And she didn't even really act that... I never really put her in timeout. She never be in timeout so the other one I, if i tell him go to your room no <laughs> that is my life first of all first no. of all you know what I mean? like it's mama's girls but i'm like fine you don't gotta leave but i will because what you're not gonna do is disrespect me and i'm not gonna be around you so you want to be here i'm out homie they will that's chase i'm not kidding that's a boundary yeah. if you don't they do this, will this is chase what I will me do. okay well quit chasing me okay quit chasing me no really yes Oh, oh yeah, no, I I'm definitely like how Ashley Sharice, is. I'm like you bye, bye. You or like if if I'll just say it, my son, <laughs> if he gets to tripping, I'm always like bye. You in my space? You're not screaming right here. Not in my space. Yep. Bye. Yeah. And he will literally walk in the other room. They won't. He'll come back. You're always screaming at me. Aren't <laughs> you mad at me? And I'm like Zen. You look just like him. You that's did. exactly what he did. And I'm like, and that's a, this started happening a week ago. And I'm like Zen. But why am I mad at you? Mm. Why why are you getting in trouble you're just always screaming but why am i screaming i don't know you're mad at me it's like this back and forth and i was like you are no i said I, you in my space you're a little too loud when you're ready to talk like a big boy then you can come back in here and we can handle this he'd be like he come back okay mom i'm ready and i'm like oh you just needed to get your ass up out of here for a second right i'm very big on boundaries me too like, yeah. bye bye just like might, that it might be harder because you haven't started that way maybe because we started with the boundaries they're it's a little easier to draw them. It, mm-hmm. It's I feel like you can get there, but you're just gonna have to continuously practice it like every single time. Like I think so. Here's reprogramming. my hesitation with with saying anything, it, and mm-hmm. I really say because this because you've on seen my the children. videos. I have seen the videos, and this isn't necessarily based on the videos. This is actually based <laughs> on my own experience with my twins, realizing mm. that parenting children who have other things going on it's the same tools don't work so boundaries I've always had boundaries with my children from day one right and boundaries are like this is what I will do yeah not this is what I want you to do yes. this is what I'm not okay yeah. with this is what I will do if you are not respecting whatever it is that mm. might be I'm gonna go into my room and close the door if you know what I mean I'm going to take you off the couch if you're not willing to get down on yourself so boundaries are what you're gonna do but they are hard to implement with some children like Matilda I'll go in my room I actually don't well I guess that's a bit well I was gonna say I don't let my children in my room because I like it to be my space for me but they end up they sleeping in there the every rules. night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and like three in the morning, I'll be like, yeah, okay, come on. <laughs> um, but I, I'll i go in my room and close the door. And Matilda's the one who sounds like she's going to knock my door down. Yeah. 
Yeah. So she doesn't like, even though the boundary's there, she doesn't respect nope. it. Nope. And now it's an issue of like, don't break the door. Tear up my house. <laughs> and any and all kind of gentle, conscious, all that parenting wants to go right out the window. Right. But it is an issue of like, now it's an issue of safety and you tearing up my stuff and I'm not finna pay <laughs> a right. bunch of money to fix this door that you're knocking down. So this isn't going to work. And again, I feel like that goes back to support. Mm-hmm. And so it sucks if you don't have someone there to support you. Mm-hmm. And I, I hate that that's the answer because it kind of leaves people who don't have support with like, well, shit, what do I do then? Right. Yeah. I don't have a lot of times there. I'm by myself. So go yeah. ahead. Mom, and honestly, yeah. like with Matilda, I'm not big on screen time. I'm not big on phones. But for me to still show up as the mom I want to show up as, Girl. if she is tearing down my door yep. and I need a moment and you're not respecting me, I may give her the phone. Yeah. I might say like, I'm going to wait for you to take a breath and show me you're in control of your body. Mm -hmm. I'm going to wait for you to use your powerful voice. And when you're ready, I'm going to give you 10 minutes with the phone because I need a moment. Mm -hmm. And she can't just like, like she can Mm -hmm. get it together. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden she'll be like, okay, mommy. Okay. I'm ready now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They can, they can get it together. It's like, sometimes if it's a complete meltdown, they need help. And that's when I will give the hug. Like I give the hug in the sense of like, I realize this is their body. This is not, it's not a manipulation. I think, Maybe sometimes it can be, but I don't think it's always a manipulation of like, Mm -hmm. I think they legit need you to like calm down their nervous system. Mm -hmm. And so you got to give them that squeeze. And so I'll give it to them almost because I need like, I need y'all to calm down. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Well, so, okay. I have a question too. So when Zen is tripping like that, let's say it's like a whole blow up and peace and Zen. So I'm a co-parenting mama. And Mm so they're always together, whether it's at mom's house or at dad's house. And peace, sometimes she's like, I just need a minute. I see her getting overwhelmed. And I'm like, I know as a mom, I'm overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. You with him more than I'm with him. So it's like, how do you also make it to where when they're tripping and it affects their siblings? So how do you how do you parent that thing? You know. Explain it, Ashley. Well, you we, have four children. Huh? You know? You got six. Like, how do you, like, how do you, oh, how do you I mean, teach the other ones to, like, deal with this one turning up all the time? Oh, I mean, <laughs> that happens all the time in our house, especially with Amir. And she's 13, and she's, like, overwhelmed by them, always in her face, always. So I definitely, boundaries, right? Mm-hmm. Because I feel like I grew up in a big family. I think that's where my parenting comes from, too. Like, mm-hmm. I, I try to, like, remember things that I felt as a child. It's two things. When you were talking about controlling yourself, I actually remember not being in control of myself, which is... Mm-hmm very interesting you know what I mean I was I'm a very emotional Mm -hmm, person mm -hmm. very emotional very reactionary Mm -hmm. and so I definitely remember I was as a child like getting upset crying even as a teen and it just like being extended mm-hmm. and my mom being like oh my god like control yourself Girl, like, like, I can't. no I, I remember insane. the one time my mom was like if you don't stop I'm gonna like get you help because mm-hmm. you need mm-hmm. to you need to be able to control yourself like that's too much you get way too angry like yeah. very quickly and so that's when I she got me anger management I had to really learn how to like control the anger inside of me mm-hmm. because if you feel out of control, which is why, like, with your son, he might feel that way too. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you and want to stop, but you literally yeah. cannot. Yeah. We have a book of emotions, and it's like it each color. Help. Well, we just—he <laughs> just started reading it. <laughs> he just started reading it like yesterday oh, okay, or the day okay. before. Okay, but he like he um relates to whatever he identifies with all of them like sometimes mm-hmm. he's like i feel 
all of yes. them. Yes, mm-hmm. that's how it feels. And so I'm, it's good yeah. to hear him say that. Yeah, and, and he's like, overwhelmed. Yeah, you overwhelmed feeling all the emotions in one moment. That's mm-hmm. a lot. And yeah. you, you, you little like, how can you deal with all of that yeah. by yourself? So I'll be like, yes, you can have the hug. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. But to answer your question, sorry. Um, you, I feel like you obviously validate her feelings, right? Which yeah, I know you do. Absolutely. Like this is completely normal. But I separate them. Mm-hmm. That's why I was asking you the other day, like, are they always together? Because it might be good for her for them to not always be together. Yeah. Like sometimes the weekend with you and he has a weekend with his dad, vice versa. Like it's just healthy mm-hmm. and it's hard when you have like you don't have like the biggest house or mm-hmm. like extra rooms yeah, to go yeah. to. You know what I mean? And you have to kind of deal with what you can deal with. Mm-hmm. But I will separate. I'm, I let Amir go in our room all the time. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, just go in my room because she has to share a room with her sister right now. So I'm just mm-hmm. like, go in my room. And yeah. she'll just like talk to her friends and I don't let them go in there. They're like, I want to play my sister. I'm like, leave her alone. Okay. She yeah. needs mm-hmm. time to herself and it's okay. So, and I, and I let them know that like mm-hmm. we all can have time. I told Zara that the other day, like, baby, I have been with you all day. Mm-hmm. Like I need a moment to myself. Girl, she walked away for five minutes. Came back. Did you have your moment yet? Like, oh, no. <laughs> I'm putting that Google Jeez. timer on, and now yeah. they know. Like, don't talk to me till the timer goes off. <laughs> Leave me alone. That's so funny. Girl. I do okay, the same good. thing. Yeah, yeah, I'll separate them and let them have them their space and let them communicate to one another that they need it. Yeah. Another thing we do is like everybody has their day, mm-hmm. so whatever day they were born on that's their day and they get to dictate how that day is oh, spent. That's cute. so if you're born on the fourth you get to choose breakfast lunch dinner if it falls on a weekend you get to pick the weekend activity Aww. if they want to use that day to like stay with my dad that day or my mom that day and have an alone day with somebody even if it's with mom or dad they get that day to do that but that's only once a month so mm-hmm. there are other oh, so times every month it's that day every month on oh, the I day like you were born yeah. like, that's, that's really cute it's fun they'd be excited they'd be like oh it's my day tomorrow so they love it so we do that and then if they need time we just give them time now ours also like we have two to a room so there's six there's two two and two um and a lot of times they're not necessarily in the same rooms at the same time. But if somebody needs extra space, we'll give them my room. Okay, if yeah. if I'm going somewhere and I recognize that somebody like needs a break, I'll be like, you want to come with me? Or if they yep. ask. So I kind of just try to that. I think that's where the conscious part comes in. Yep. It's like yeah. I try to just stay listening to what they need yeah. and mm-hmm. actually believe them and hear them. Like if they tell me I'm tired, I need a break. I'm like, OK, yeah, let's yeah, get yeah, you yeah. a break. Rather than just be like, girl, you fine. Yeah. <laughs> That's your sister. Go play with her. I'll be looking at a piece like, I, look, sometimes I want to tell her, like, girl, just punch him one time. Uh, yeah. I'm like, I can't do that. I'm like, because I feel you. Trust me, baby. Right. I feel you. I, I feel so bad for her sometimes. Mm-hmm. He yeah. just, he'll just walk up to her and just be like, like just will punch her and she's just like what the heck yeah. and peace is so sweet so I'm like zen but when I look at him it's like what I'm just playing with her yeah. she's not playing like that <laughs> yeah like, and, and I'll tell them I'll be like look, look she's not enjoying that not cool. she don't want to play this right now yeah. and then I might invite them to the littler ones I'll be like come on let's find something else your sister needs a moment or yeah. like let's play you want to come play with me if I want to play I don't usually <laughs> I thought oh, I was the only funny. one I don't no. like playing y'all I'm not playing <laughs> I, I don't, don't. want to play and yeah. sometimes I feel like a really bad mom but I'm yeah, like I, I don't want to play you. with you mm-hmm. no so I'm not a bad mom no no, no. <laughs> oh I get to say this out loud no. I don't like playing with none them of kids us, <laughs> none of us do but we I'll just do it. Do I'll it. do a science <laughs> project yeah we can do arts and crafts I don't want field trips park days yeah toys 
And then y'all dictate and tell me what to say. See, that's what it yeah. is. I really yes. think that's what it is. They I'm not, absolutely no. do. No. I can't even, where's the script? At least let me read Honey. it. No, she's not doing that. She just did the, oh, oh my I'm God. So, when, I tell you, when I tell you guys, I don't know why I never thought about this. I felt like such a bad mom. Really? <laughs> Out of all the things. Yes, girl. Because I guess maybe it's a projection because when I was younger, I played so much by myself. But then also I'm like, if my mom was to ever try to play, I'm like, you know how to do this right. You know, <laughs> right. like, my imaginary friends are doing it way better than you, sis. <laughs> so I felt like, oh, maybe she wants another person, but she don't really be. I was like, peace, figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sharice, we appreciate you for coming to chat with us today yes very helpful this yes. was super helpful we need my, maybe we need like a monthly yes. man what yes. I'm can't you know? wait to call my baby daddy hey talk to a specialist today on the podcast <laughs> she said <laughs> I want to talk about co-parenting though not even I do from too. the perspective maybe she should be a part of that, that yes. I would love to because I think there are so many married women <clears throat> that uh-huh. are co-parenting yes. like they're married and yeah. in the same house but yeah. it's a co-parenting situation yes. Yes. and you're on separate pages I think you're yep. right. So you might be able to teach. Fine. I think you're right. We even got questions about <laughs> that recently about mm-hmm. like, oh, what do you do when you're not aligned with your partner? And at the end of the day, mm-hmm. like some people aren't. Yeah. And I don't think people talk Ooh. about that enough. I totally yeah. agree. That's the next episode, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> On the next episode of The Mama's Den. All right, y'all. Tune in to The Mama's Den. And don't forget to listen to Parenting for the Culture, hosted by Cherise Sims. Uh, y'all better <laughs> like, uh, share, rate, review, ask questions, leave comments, tell a friend, most importantly. Okay, bye. Bye. (laughs)